All right, we're back here. It's a Wednesday. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Short Thing, Sure Thing, the Pick'em Show, Warren Shore here with Ryan Silva. If you're new to the program, this NFL or football season just in general, this is where we pick our college games. We preview the upcoming football weekend, so this week will be college football. Next week, we'll get the NFL with some college, and we'll also pick five games for the NFL against the spread. We'll do the Super Contest. Obviously, we're not paying to be in the Super Contest. We don't have that kind of dough. Uh, we're not forking over 1200 bucks. I think it is, to enter uh, the Super Contest. So we'll do it on our own, and uh, we'll track our picks the whole year. So this week we got college. College, we have no l- limit to picking how many college games we want. Uh, so that's it, Ryan. It is good to be uh, It's good to be back. We made it over the long haul of the summer. We did. Uh, you know, we, we're betting baseball. We're betting Which is w- tough. Oh, it's so <laughs> tough. very tough. That, that's a grind. <laughs> uh, we're, we were betting WNBA. We're betting AAF there for those three weeks that uh, that it was I don't think around. I bet an AAF game. Really? I don't think so. Oh, I, was, I was hitting some heavy. I know you were big on the AAF. I've been big on the WNBA lately. Yeah, some tennis, of course. So now, now Soccer. The I've been big on the yeah, soccer. soccer. I've been losing, though, in soccer. Likewise. Anybody that's tuned, <laughs> in, tuned into our uh, Sunday show <laughs> yeah, started yeah, the EPL League with for 5. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that was a good start, but now we're, now we're in the meat and potatoes. I'm glad to be back, have a fresh start on my college slate. Cause I'm sure we'll get to it. But last season, not great. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Uh, preseason football has been pretty good though, to get yeah. to wet the beak a little bit. Definitely. Um, but yeah, last year, all right, we'll start with last year's record. Uh, I went back and listened today to, to find it cause I lost my sheet or I thought I had it. I thought I saved my sheet somewhere. I'm like, I'm going to need this in September or August. Couldn't find it, but good thing everything's always recorded last year in college 60 with bowl season included 69 50 nice and two which came out to 57 percent very which well. i'd say is not 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 bad not at all not bad not bad uh the keeper of the records you ryan i went back and listened and we did not have yeah not have records but it was mine wasn't great you had a strong bowl season i, I did have remember a really that. good bowl, really bowl good bowl se- i think you were a couple games under 500 right you dug yourself a Big a hole. B- you were there. I can remember uh, one week you were down maybe 10 games, 10 games under, and you went for like 13 games, and I think you went like 3 and 10. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it did not game. help out. Yeah, the reason we don't have the limit on the college games is because <laughs> your, a lot. your boys start that and your boys started pretty pretty bad. And so I was <laughs> like, well, it just you got to do what you, what you would be doing if you were betting on a Saturday and just go full tilt and just start chasing. And it ended up digging me even farther in a hole. Uh, or further in a hole, and um, but I did I did make up some ground uh, in, in bowl season. Yeah. No, yeah. So that's what we'll do. Uh, we didn't really get a. I wanted to touch on college football on Sunday show, but with the Andrew Luck thing, we spent a lot of time on that, and deservedly so is a big story. But for the season, what are you? We could start nationally, and then kind of work our way to the Texas teams if you want to do that, or the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. What? It just kind of feels like a lot of people are just anointed. I don't. I'm not disagreeing with this, but it's just again, the Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia show. Yeah, I mean, I was. That's pretty much what I was was going to say. Was it just kind of feels like the teams at the top are the ones that have been in the top for the last three or four years, five years? And like you said, not necessarily wrong, but it is getting a little stale. You know, the the first two or three years, I think of Alabama, Clemson, it was fun because they were always going back and forth, and they also then they're still going back and forth. And so that's, you know, great to see, you know, Oklahoma stayed in the mix there a bit, um, Georgia obviously as well, but you know, the, I think the top four teams to, it's kind of their, their 
college football playoff, I guess, uh, if you want to call it that, birth to lose is is the four teams I just mentioned, OU, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. Uh, you know, maybe somebody will be able to backdoor and sneak into a, a three or four spot, but I think you really – you. And unless something catastrophic happens to uh, to Tua or to Trevor Lawrence or to you know any of Clemson's big wide receivers or Alabama's big wide receivers for that matter, I know Alabama just lost their uh, butt kiss award winner or award finalist yeah, linebacker uh, linebacker for the year with a torn ACL. So you get a couple more of those, maybe something you know changes. But I think you just kind of got to book Alabama, Clemson one and two, um, not respectively. You could probably interchange them there and maybe even Georgia at three. Yeah, I mean, look, if you have if those teams have one loss, they're probably going to get in the playoff. Uh especially if Georgia's one loss is to uh Alabama in the SEC Championship game. That seems where the trend has been going that they'll get those teams uh in the playoff. I am not uh when you were on the cruise, Ish and I got a little into college football just cuz we talked about the cover of the Dave Texas Magazine or Texas Football Magazine. I'm not I don't understand this Jalen Hurts just love fest or just like it's the Lincoln Riley effect. Yeah, but it but the problem is Jalen Hurts still is not a very accurate passer. Like you have to be a good thrower of the football in general for Lincoln Riley's office. Yeah, you can run and they got good running backs there, but you still have to throw the football. And I mean, he got he got beat by in the most important game of his second season, he got benched because he wasn't playing well. Then last year, going into the starting job, he got benched. And then if you really look at the plays he made against Georgia in the SEC championship game to say save their season or win the SEC championship game, he made with his legs. He made one good touchdown throw, and that's it. And sometimes it's all you need to do. But I just cannot believe it's almost like people are so happy that Jalen Hurts was the team guy, the anti-Kelly Bryant is mm-hmm. what I said. And we're like, man, this guy was the ultimate team guy. We want him to succeed, which is fine. But you also have to realize like, there are questions and limitations in his game as a quarterback. Yeah, no doubt. But I think you also, uh, you know, like I said, it's the Lincoln Riley effect. Um, but you, you know, he's going to coach him up, I think, to be a, a better passer. I mean, the kid's still only, what, 21, 22. You can still coach him up to be a better passer. And Lincoln Riley, I think, has can have that effect to not only make a quarterback thrive in his offensive system, but also to make him a better all-around player, both physically and mentally. Yeah, I don't know if you can teach accuracy, though. And I think he's... I think a- accuracy goes a lot along with mechanics. I think timing and... Um, um, what do you want to call it? Timing and what's the other... Um, like scheme or something? No, no. Timing and, you know, like placing the ball where they're... In the spots where they're right, supposed to yeah, be. Right, yeah. Where, placing the ball where the wide receiver's... Anticipation. That's okay. what I was saying. Timing and anticipation. I think those are tough to be taught. But I think um, anything physical, like as far as accuracy, you know, throwing the deep ball, I think those are all physical things that can be taught and learned uh, from a coach to a player. I don't. I don't know if I... I I just I don't think you see a lot of guys in college just like turn out to be like Baker walked in and was sixty eight percent passer seventy percent passer like in the high sixties low seventies right. and I know a lot of these are screens and stuff like that but you could see him put the ball in spot Kyler you could see he was a deadly accurate guy Trevor Lawrence deadly all these guys deadly accurate I don't think if you can if you can teach accuracy like I don't want to bring Dak in but Dak at times is a very accurate pa- but then he's got just horribly inconsistent throws like mm-hmm. and now he's in his fourth year in the nfl like you still i just don't know if accuracy yeah, is i don't know if accuracy is something that you can you can like teach because i i feel like name any like nfl just i know the nfl is different but just any pass you think as time goes on you play football more and more and more you would be able to get more accurate i just i don't know if you can teach accuracy but i 
I don't know about Oklahoma. I'm I'm skeptical of them. I did see a bet Iowa State plus uh, uh, ten to one to win the Big Twelve, and I think I like that for like a long shot. Really, in the Big Twelve, I like Iowa State. They got Purdy coming back as their quarterback. I'm surprised the odds are that low. I think they'd be a little bit higher. Mac, they're picked to be like the third best team in the Big Twelve this year. Um, and I I like Iowa State. Um, but yeah, nationally, I, I mean, Ohio State's going to be in the mix. Justin Fields is a question for them. Uh, other than that. There's always a team that comes up that's unranked and finishes in the top ten this year. That always happens. I don't know who that's going to be. Um, it's just pretty like a bland. Like I'm obviously excited for college football, but this is the year I'm like rooting for chaos. Like I want, we need the chaos. I want Alabama to say lose twice or lose once in the regular season and lose in the SEC champ. Like right. we need some type of chaos here. Clemson's probably going undefeated. Their schedule's pretty pretty easy like we need we need some excitement we need that weekend where all, a ton of teams lose in the top five like they just need something it's i like the question is always like oh is parody in college there's no parody in college football well, guess what there's not going to be parody because the best teams always get the best players like it's going to be harder for there to be more parody which is fine that's the system uh it's just kind of st- kind of bland i guess but it's stagnant look, yeah but look if it turns out to be trevor lawrence versus two in the national championship game that's going to be a great show so i I know I'm complaining about it, but look, we're still going to watch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Ohio State's going to be in the mix. Um, yeah, I think you can always count LSU to be in that top seven to eight. Um, they just need to see some more, some better accurate passing and better passing from Joe Burrows. Like, if you've listened to the show before, I'm a big Joe Burrows guy. I think he can I think he can get get it done. Obviously, the guy has athleticism, but his arm is, is lacking. They're always going to be able to play defense. Um, Coach O can always get those guys riled up. Um, but you know, outside of the usual suspects, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm looking for A uh, and M to make a, a a big a bit of a step. I know they're always hyped up. They're coming in preseason ranked 12. Um, Have you seen their schedule? Nah, I mean not off the top of my head. Uh, go take a look at it. I mean, just even so. With Jimbo Fisher being in his second year, uh, Kellen Mun being in his third year now, um, I think he I think Kellen Mun is going to be something. I don't know if something special, but I think he's he can be a good college quarterback. I think he's going to be a four year guy, um, and I think a big jump from him this year will really propel this team to maybe maybe competing for uh, a spot in the SEC championship. You know, I, I know that's that's tough to say with um, Alabama, obviously, and LSU in, in the SEC West, but it's just maybe have you know, like I said, be getting a seat at the table, not maybe right on the on the brink of it, but just having to see the table for being if, in the mix. If they do that, that'd be incredible because their crossover game this year is at Georgia. Yeah, their one crossover game is at Georgia. They go at LSU. Those are their last two games of the season, at Georgia, at LSU. They host uh, Alabama. That's in the middle of October. They also go to Clemson next week. Oh, I, um, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot they have the home and home with, at with Clemson. So they go at Clemson. Yeah. Um, so And then they host Auburn. Which they, which is, Auburn, I don't know what to make of Auburn. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what year this is with them? And so they've already got five ranked teams on the schedule, three of them on the road, and they play the one, three, and six on the road. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Georgia and LSU are the last two weeks of the season in November, so you know what's going to happen with them. And then I told you this the other day when we were talking off the air here at work that since Johnny's left, AM has not beat the Mississippi schools. They've not swept them in the same season. And look at someone that follows Mississippi State. You gotta 
I mean, everyone will tell you if you want to be good in the SEC West, you got to sweep the Mississippis. Like they've been better as of late. Mississippi State's been better. They're pretty much eight and four every year. Ole Miss is gonna have a down year, but you got to sweep the Mississippis this year. They go to Ole Miss and they face Mississippi State at home. Their A and M's team total or uh, win, win total this year is seven and a half. Is it seven take, and a half I take or the eight? Over on that. So they would then they would sweep them. They would beat your. Uh, you, for that one, you would say they lose to Clemson, they lose to Alabama, they lose to Georgia, they lose to Florida, and then they or to LSU, and then they went out. They. I'm just putting. I'm putting a lot of stock in Jimbo. No, no, no. That yeah, that's fine. But yeah. I'm just saying, if they if they say they lose to Auburn at home, um, then they would have to pick off one win against either at Clemson, home Alabama, road Georgia, or road LSU. I think. I think they might be able to – I mean, we saw that amazing LSU game last year, and that was obviously something we'll probably never see again, or at least not for another couple hundred years. But, I mean, I, th- I don't think going to LSU and winning is uh, out of question. I don't think sweeping the Mississippis this season is out of the question. So, you know, yeah, those Georgia, Bama, and uh, Clemson games are going to be extremely tough, but I don't think it's, it's impossible for them to – for those may- maybe to be their only three losses of the year. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. I could see that, but I, I think LSU is really, 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 really good on defense. And the thing about A and M is they have shown just a lack of winning against ranked teams at home. Right. Like they don't, they they cannot beat a rank. They're fine on the road in the SEC, but they can't beat anyone. I think they beat one ranked team, and that was Mississippi State when you're at home. Like they just can't beat someone. But see, I, th- I think it's totally different. Because of the Jimbo factor. All right, that's fine. I'm not look. I'm not trying to. This is not me trying to trash the Aggies this year. I think a fine season for the Aggies would be eight and four. Yeah. If you just lost against Clemson, you lost all the teams that are better than you: Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, and you go eight and four. I think that is a fine season. I there would be no problem. I know people be like, "Well, it's it's Jimbo. It's eight and four. We should be better." But guess what? This is what you wanted when you won the SEC. You wanted yeah. to be in the top conference. So this is guess what? This is how the crossover schedule plays out to be this year, and it's really really tough. Um, I don't shifting over to Texas. What do you think about Texas? Because I we I, I could already see it right now that they they host LSU uh, next week, and we'll just be say they win the game, which I think is going to be a tough one for them. Obviously, um, but we they win it. Texas is back; is already back, and I just feel like I'm not I'm not that high on Texas this year of like competing in the playoff. I think uh, Feinbaum had him in the playoff, I think, or Herb Street had him in the playoff or something. I'm not high on Texas as a playoff team or something. Sure, they'll win nine games or eight games, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Something's weird down there this year for me. Yeah, I, I mean, when I saw that they were ranked top 10 in the preseason, that was a bit shocking. I definitely thought they deserved to be maybe top 15 range, but in top 10 I think is is a little high, setting up some expectations there. Um, I'm still not a huge believer in Tom Herman as a, as a head coach. The guy's obviously a great offensive mind, great offensive coordinator, but just as – uh, you know, and obviously he had success da- uh, in Houston, but just a, a big program with in Austin, and they're they're really. I don't feel like. Well, I take that back. They had a, a what top two or top three recruiting class this year. Yeah. Um. But in in previous years, it, it just felt like they weren't getting the the recruits in and the guys that they were used to getting. I agree where you're saying. You know, I'm 
there's just something they're you, they're always good for at least one or two just like mind-boggling losses where you're like how did you lose this game or or i mean they they could very well um beat ou i think in the red river red uh yeah. river shootout or whatever the the they beat them last year right yeah 100 percent. so um you know they're 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 good for a couple really good wins but i also think you can ride them in for maybe one or two losses where you scratch your head like what happened here yeah they go to iowa state and they go at baylor late in november and uh, I think Ellinger, you were out on him last year, I think, right? I was, and then I came back around mid-season or, or maybe end of October, beginning of November. He's he's perfect quarterback, I think, for the Tom Herman system of the JT Barrett when he was at Ohio State, that type of guy of very good running and is an effective passer. No, he's I don't he's not an elite passer, nothing like that, but he's an effective he's an effective passer, and he's a very good college quarterback. And I think Ellinger's got a lot of proof too, um, just to with the hype and he's gone out and said, Oh, I feel like it's been my life's work to be the quarterback at Texas. And he's now been it for three years. And this is this, there's a lot on Ellinger. This I mean, he was on the cover of Dave Campbell's Texas football. It's a huge deal in the state here. He does, there's, a, there's a lot for Ellinger, I think to, for him to prove this year and their schedule. Like they play LSU. Other than that, it's just the normal big 12 schedule, which I don't think the big 12 is going to be that great outside of Oklahoma state. And, or not Oklahoma State, uh, Iowa State. And Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. Maybe Baylor, Baylor's going to be better this year, but West Virginia is not going to be good. They are in a rebuild. Um, I just I don't see a lot go. Kansas State's got a new coach, the guy from North Dakota State. Les Miles, hey, maybe Les Miles gets that Kansas magic again going on. Never or that magic over there eating, eating the turf. But who knows? I just – I just feel like, uh, I mean, Texas should probably be playing in the Big 12 title game. They're the second-best team, I would say, in the conference. But something, I'm not, something's, I feel like there are a couple losses somewhere, bad plays or whatever, just from combusting. And I, I don't I don't know. That's just the vibe I'm No, I, I'm I sit there with you. I think... I think ten and two is a ceiling, and I think if it goes really bad, they could be. I I don't see them going eight and four, so I think they fall between ten and two and nine and three. That's not really going out on a limb, yeah. But I think that's kind of where they they would fall, because um, they're. I I mean I think they they're gonna lose two of the three to either. The, I think the teams you mentioned, LSU, Oklahoma, and Iowa State. I think they lose at least two two of those games, if not all three of them. All right, is there anything before we get to our picks this week that you want to touch on else uh, college wise? No, I don't think so. I think like the Heisman, boring. I think is pretty boring this year. Well, I shouldn't say that. Look, everyone was There's anointing, always a dark horse. Everyone was anointing Tua as the as the Heisman last year, and he faded. And Kyler ended up winning because he had a strong a strong finish. I just uh, look. I just Trevor Trevor Lawrence is being anointed, and I mean rightfully so. But keep an eye out for Travis Etienne. Yeah, running back from Clemson. I think he could uh, make a, a little run for the Heisman there. Uh, he's a, I believe, a junior this year um, coming in. So I think I think he could really make some waves in the in the Heisman race. Yeah, and be on the lookout for Dabo saying stupid things about college athletes getting paid. You know, that's going to be a, that's it. That's a, that's a, like a weekly staple for 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 Dabo. So yeah, that's pretty much what we got for our preview. Uh, college wise, we got our picks now. So do you have there's games on five days do you have games on every day i don't have monday's game um i don't have monday's game either i think i just went saturday okay all right i've got some on for you on thursday and i got thursday friday saturday and sunday uh tomorrow i like in the opener clemson over 60 against georgia tech uh in the game 
Georgia Tech, when you turn on the ACC network, I don't know what channel it's on, but uh, or what channel it is on DirecTV, but the, it's on the ACC network. They're not running the triple option for the first time, I think, in like 15 years. So that's going to be a shock. So I think there's going to be points there. I think Clemson's going to put up like 48. So two touchdowns from Georgia Tech. On Friday, Love Army minus 21.5 over Rice. Rice was awful last year. They fired their coach. They got a new coach in their army. I think I was reading they returned like nine starters on offense, and they were great last year. They were 10-2 and two last year. Love Army minus 21.5 over Rice. You never want to play a service academy week week one. It's Even though you have more time to prepare, the Rice boys, not good there. Nevada plus 11 at home against Purdue. I like that game. Just a feel out west. I just am not sold on Purdue. Now we move to Saturday. Ohio State over 63.5 with FAU. The lane train is going to put up some points in Ohio State, so I like the over there. Now this is you might call an exotic. I got Bama first half team total over 27.5 against Duke. I didn't know we were doing all this. I didn't think we were getting all, I didn't know we were getting all fancy with this. Well, it was just one I liked. I was looking at it. All right. Uh, and I think that's I think they're scoring four touchdowns on the first. I think two is coming out hot against Duke. So I like 27 and a half first half team total there. Georgia minus 21 against Vandy. That line for some reason I'm lost. I don't I don't get it. Vandy lost their quarterback Kyle Shermer. They lost a ton of offense. Uh, so I think 21 for Georgia should be pretty easy for them to cover. Uh, late night on Saturday night USC Fresno State over 52 and a half. And you know what might want to sprinkle a little on the Fresno money line uh, if you've feeling yourself there and then sunday 82 and a half not enough i'm taking it i'm taking the over oklahoma and houston houston's defense is atrocious but they can also put up some points so uh and oklahoma's defense was awful last year they did get a new defensive coordinator uh so they should then the players a year older the whole thing they got some better players but i still think 82 and a half they're they're gonna houston should be able to put up 28 or something so oklahoma's gonna put up a bunch uh where'd, where'd you get your numbers from uh, I did some on uh, BetDSI and some CBS, I think. Okay, I went Bovada. Okay. Um, because I have the Houston OU over as well um, Sunday night, but I have it at 79. 79, really? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, 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 I jumped a lot that. of play. Yeah, a lot of plays I saw 80. That's right. I forgot 80. we went CBS last year because we I went to – Yeah, it was easy. Let me check. This one was, I think, BetDSI, but I can look for uh, – CBS, okay, maybe they got 79 and a half. Well, you know what? We'll give myself those three points right there. <laughs> there and 79 and a half. All right, so for my picks, uh, like I said, I got Houston um, OU over 79. Uh, we were talking about uh, off air, we were talking about the Houston quarterback, Derek King. He's actually a former wide receiver. He had 50 total touchdowns last year himself. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Kind of went under the radar, at least to me, it did. Um, so the, obviously the guy can make a ton of plays with the ball. Like I said, OU's defense isn't spectacular. So, uh, you know, I expect him to get in the end zone a couple times, and we know OU's going to be able to put some points on the board. Uh, and so, first game for Dana Holgerson. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but he's coaching that's Houston right. now. That's you right. You forget Major's gone. Major got yeah. Major is. He, uh, you know where Major Applewhite is at? No, because I, had to look I it up. hate Major Applewhite. I had to look this up the other day. I was like, oh, I wonder what Major. I looking at Houston Dana Holgerson. He is a, like a offensive consultant for Alabama. That makes perfect sense. Yes, a hundred percent perfect sense. Probably making like twenty bucks an hour. But then he's going to leave and get a head coaching job or an offensive coordinator job somewhere big. For sure. So it's going to be great to see Holgerson pissed at his defense uh, <laughs> at Oklahoma. It's always good. Um, so I got SMU plus three at Arkansas okay. State. 
you said I wasn't a big uh, Ellinger guy last year. I was a bit of a big Shane Bouchelle guy. Um, he's at, he's down at SMU. I think they're going to be able to take Arkansas State. I think that I think they win that outright, but I'll go ahead and take the three points uh, for sure. Uh, don't mean to interrupt, but the, this game I liked, Arkansas State, though, their head coach's wife passed away of cancer like uh. last week. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to – like those are – these are – for gambling, you got to look at these things. I remember I saw this because uh, I follow some Sun Belt people for Texas State, and they were tweeting like, "Oh, this is." Bad. And I I saw the line. I was like, "Man, I liked." I was the same thing. SMU plus three. I just wanted to. As, as See, I thought it, I thought it was weird. I thought it SMU was a weird line. Should have been favored, and that's why because it was a weird line. But see, look, as a good friend to you, I I alert you that the coach's uh, wife died of cancer last week. That's tough. now I don't I think he's still coaching in the game. I yeah. haven't seen anything if he's not coaching, but you know the boys are going to be they're going to be playing for you know the Red Wolves are going to be playing for their coach. That's tough. Oh, that's <laughs> a tough one. I'm I'm going to stick by it. I'm not going to flip-flop, but if you're smart, you're probably going to take Arkansas State knowing what I what we just found. That out. was a good that was a good fist pound to the to the to the desk, dude. That was a good one. Yeah, I mean that that was complete. Just you could hear the soul sucked out of me there. I'll stop interrupting, but I I I I, I had to I had no, to get that in. I did. had to get that in. Um, I'm going Oregon Auburn over 55 okay. as well. Um, Auburn obviously has a great defense. Oregon, uh, Justin Herbert's back for his junior year. Um, uh, redshirt junior, but so and you know you can always pencil in Oregon for at least 30 points, even if it is against an SEC team. And I think Auburn's gonna be able to put up plenty of points as well. Um, I'm going Missouri minus these next two are, are kind of big spreads. Missouri minus 17 and a half at Wyoming. Um, we mentioned Kelly Bryant earlier. He's a starting quarterback now at Missouri. I think he's going to be able to make plays himself. I don't think I, he was a good quarterback. Um, I don't know if he was good enough to play at Clemson. Obviously not. But I think he is going to be an outstanding quarterback at Missouri, if that makes sense. Yeah, he had his limitations at Clemson. Uh, he was a limited guy, but I'm, but I'm talking about as far as the caliber of player he is. If you're Missouri, you're stoked to have a guy like this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Clemson, it's like, yeah, you know, we he's we just our good. average. Look, you're obviously gonna upgrade when you can at Clemson. Yeah. Um, and that's what they did last year. Um, but yeah, no, I. How about Wyoming getting Missouri to travel to them? That's a pretty good get yeah, for for well, the for, sure. for the Cowboys. Um, so Missouri minus seventeen and a half at Wyoming, and then the uh, final one. OSU versus OSU, the orange team versus the orange team. I'm taking Oklahoma State minus 14 and a half at Oregon State. Oregon State pretty bad last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. That's Friday. That is that a is Friday, Friday game, yeah. That's a Friday game. I yeah, Actually, I went Friday, Saturday, Sunday because I got okay. the Sunday Houston OU game. I uh, I will say I did want to take Texas State and the points against A&M. I was gonna, I was ta- I've been talking about the first half a lot, but the first half number is like 18. Mm. Nah, I was hoping it was going to be in the 20s. The spread's only 33. I don't like either of those things, um, but that's where we go. So, yeah, hopefully those good picks. Hopefully uh, Ryan's got five picks right there. I've got eight. We'll be back on uh, Sunday night with the short thing, obviously talk about the Cowboys. Uh, we'll see how the first Saturday of college football went. Um, lots of other stuff planned there, and we'll be back. We'll start next Thursday for doing these things because uh, for the NFL season just because there's a big week of college tomorrow. Right. Get it out a day early, so you'll listen to today. Did you pick any Thursday games? Uh yes, two Clemson. Okay. Uh, or I got yeah Clemson, and then uh, Army on Friday and Nevada Friday. Um, but yeah, so those uh we'll, we'll be doing this on Thursdays throughout the football season. Um, 
minus the Thanksgiving week. Already, we'll give you two months in advance for that one. We'll yeah. get that one out early. Uh, but yeah, they'll be out on Thursdays. We'll be back Sunday night, sure thing. Talk Radio 1190, subscribe, rate, review, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you may listen to the show. And uh, anything else before we are out here? Good luck, everybody. We're hoping for... Hopefully, hopefully we got some winners. I'm really, really dreading that SMU. Right <laughs> yeah, I could see you get the look on his face. As we were videoing this. You would have just... Tough. His soul got... He wasn't lying when the soul got sucked out of him. He was not lying when the soul got sucked out of him. Yeah. All right. So we talk to you on Sunday night. Tap some wood if you're with me.